K-Jams 105.3 is in there pretty with me, your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy in the Morning. And now it is my favorite time of the morning, time to go ahead and dive on into the word. But before we go ahead and get started, let's control and set up our breathing. Let's go ahead and set up the space for the Lord to go ahead and move. Let's start off with just exhaling. Go ahead and breathe on out all of those struggles, those problems and issues that you've been carrying with you for the week, the month, maybe the past couple of days, whatever the case may be. Now is the chance. Just breathe them on out, release them, let them out of your space, out of your lungs. So now we got some empty space, some empty lung space for the Lord to move and provide with us some new breath, some new wind, some new gusts. So go ahead and breathe on in those blessings, the goodness, the ups that God's got coming up for you this week. Go ahead and breathe on in now. Just And now that we've set the space for the Lord to go ahead and work, allow me to introduce myself to you in case this is your first time with me. They call me Preach Easy, not because I'm easy on the eyes, but because I believe that the gospel should be easy like your Sunday morning. Now, that's not saying here we're not going to have those nitty-gritty, tough conversations. You know, the questions that you ask yourself in the middle of the night. Who am I? Why did God make me? What is my purpose? See, I believe that all those questions and more, they have really simple, easy answers. You just need a little bit of help along the way because those answers, they start with you. You just need your favorite radio reverend, the most popping podcast, Pope. That's, yes, me. Preach easy. Yes, we are on all streaming platforms. I am a podcast, Pope. So just in case you miss an easy listening from the past, one of our past series on sin or on hallelujah, you can go ahead and check those out on our podcast form. You you can just go ahead and type in on Google Preach Easy, that's P-R-E-A-C-H, put a little space in between, E dot Z, it's just that simple, and you can tune into all of our old easy listenings. But for today, we are talking about searching for a sacred, secret space. Today, we are talking about searching for a sacred, secret space. See, because for a lot of us, we get the energized, we get the benefit, we enjoy being on the move, being on the grind. The culture that we live on pushes us to wake up early and to get that bread, to push ourselves to develop. If we're not working, if we're not doing something, then we're falling behind. For some of us, that's developed and it's given us a lot of great skills to where we're constantly on the grind, to where we look up and we see ourselves surrounded by everything we've wanted. It was our job, our, we're surrounded by family members that we adore and people that adore us. We're in a good space, but through this constant cycle of working and pushing and pushing and working, even when we find ourselves surrounded in a space that we enjoy, we may still find ourselves in the middle of the night feeling like we're missing something. And from this desire, this feeling like something's missing, like something's just not there, we may push ourselves to double down and work, to move harder, to move farther, to double down. And instead of just taking the rest, we feel that if we were to take the rest, that gap, that missing feeling would only grow more. And so we try and fill it with a constant movement, with a constant attempt to wake up every morning and do something new or try something new or double down on things that have already been done before. And we may make progress in our goals. We may make progress in what we achieve and hope for, but that knowing feeling that something is missing is still there. Or worse, even after all of the accomplishments, even after all the work we've done, now we feel tired, stressed, used up. We feel just at our wit's end. And so for many of us, when we feel this tiredness, when we feel stressed after giving it our all, and for some of us, 
We achieved it. For many of us, we may have failed it, but whatever the case may be, no matter if we're constantly succeeding or we're constantly failing, no matter what, as human beings, we're constantly trying. And this constant attempt to try, to move, to do, leaves us exhausted. All of us, every one of us gets tired. And for many of us, we result, and when we get tired, we just go back to what we know. For many of us, we try and take care of ourselves to restore ourselves when we're stressed and when we're tired. And for many of us, our self-care looks like Matthew 6.6. It looks like going into your room, shutting the door, and being just alone in secret. Maybe we'll stuff our face. Maybe we'll watch our favorite TV show or lose hours upon hours on TikTok. For some of us, it looks as simple as just shutting ourselves in, wrapping ourselves up with covers, and not thinking about any of the issues, the problems. For some of us, it may look like going towards a substance consistently and finding some form of care or some form of safety in that. But then, at the end of the day, we still find ourselves stressed. See, self-care should be something that is sacred. Now, self-care can look like what Matthew 6, 6 details, what many of us naturally do to try and restore ourselves. It can look like going into our room and shutting the door. Matthew 6, 6 calls it like this. It says, but when you pray, go into your room, shut the door and pray to your father, God, who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. For many of us, it looks like shutting our doors and locking ourselves away and just talking to God, to trying to make or turn that one space that's constantly our bedroom, turning that one space that may be our car, that one space that may be our shower. And we're trying to turn that space that's so regular, that's so on our schedule constantly. We're trying to turn it into something special, something sacred, something restorative. See, that action of trying to turn something scheduled, something regular into something restorative, something sanctified, something special, that action is blessed. It's sacred. See, self-care is sacred. That attempt of turning your room, something that's constantly in your life, that is your escape into something more, something restorative, not something that you can just run away to and hide under, that is a sacred act. It is a form or an action, an attempt of self-care. See, self-care is so sacred that it's found in multiple different cultures around the world. See, self-care in Japan looks like their bathhouses. In Japan, their self-care is so sacred that they take time to sit in bathhouses and saunas. And not only is the washing of the body restorative for the body, but it's also seen as restorative for the mind. See, self-care is found in multiple different cultures because in some northern European cultures, they eat and they sit around. They have these great big soft, these great big salt baths or they'll have these great big feasts. And this is a form of their self-care. In India, the Hinduist or the Hindu religion has their Ayurveda, which is essentially their one of their Bibles or one of their sacred texts. And the Ayurveda goes in and it details yoga. It details aromatherapy. It details oil massages because they recognize across multiple cultures that self-care is important. And if all these different cultures divided by miles of miles of oceans, of mountains, of uncrossable terrain... The one thing that can connect them consistently is this desire 
to take care of themselves. This one thing that's constantly found throughout the human experience, wherever you go in the world, is that humans, after trying and trying, experiencing day in and day out, whether good or bad, at the end of the day, the human experience requires self-care. You require self-care. See, self-care is sacred. It's found across cultures. It's found across timelines. It's found from the start of history and probably to the end of history. See, self-care, this attempt of turning this regular scheduled space into something that's sacred, restorative, that breathes new life into you, that is a sacred action. Self-care is sacred, but maybe you're thinking easy. That verse, Matthew 6, 6, it's one of those big verses. Matthew 6, 6 is the foundation text for the Bible, at least the New Testament. But maybe you're thinking easy is not that easy. They're talking about prayer in this one. I'm needing a little bit more than that. I need some true alone time. Then I got you. See, in Mark chapter 1, verse 35, Jesus starts off and Jesus shows you or shows us that Self-care is not only sacred, but it needs to be separate. We need to keep it a secret in a sense, to separate ourselves from our regularly scheduled life so that we can truly restore ourselves. Because for many of us, when we're on the go so constantly, we use our home, our house, that one room, our shower, our car, whatever the case may be, that we may constantly go back to that space so often that it's no longer special especially in this past year of COVID to where we've been constantly in our own house. We can't leave it. Now our sacred, secret space is no longer the same. We need something more. You deserve something more. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, Jesus exemplifies this. It reads, In rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus departed and went out to a desolate place. And there... He prayed. See, sometimes hiding in your room isn't enough. We need to create new spaces that are separate yet sacred. Oftentimes we have to break the routine. See, what Jesus is doing at this point is Jesus is waking up early in the morning. Jesus is up. The sun is up before the sun is up. See, Back in this time, they didn't have street lights that could keep the lights on even when the sun was away. At this point in the early morning, the stars were already done with their shift. They had clocked out. And so everybody is waiting for the sun so their schedules can start back up and they can start their regularly scheduled day. But here is Jesus, after having an extremely difficult day the day before, goes in and starts his day unscheduled. Sets up a separate secret time so that Jesus can have some sacred space for himself. See, the sun is up before the sun is up. Jesus is going and doing something outside of the schedule, making something separate and sacred just so that Jesus can have the space for self-care. See, you deserve to have a separate space that is sacred and just for you. See, Keep it a secret. The secret keeps it sacred. You have to create this secret space, this sacred space outside of your schedule. 
Because for a lot of us, that schedule has been conflated. Our sacred space where we could run to before has been taken and or we've been forced to stay there for so long that it's no longer sacred anymore. It's a common place. It's our scheduled place. You deserve to have somewhere new. It may look completely different for you. It may look desolate. See, the verse goes on and says, Jesus departed and went out to a desolate place. It is a place that may not have ever had your eyesight. When the author is talking about in Mark 1, they may have meant Jesus went out to a place that didn't have any vegetation, that was just empty, it was just dirt and rocks, or it could have been a space that Jesus just wasn't aware of. It was desolate because Jesus, as the life of existence, hadn't been there yet, hadn't seen it before, so it didn't have the experience of having life at the, this point, and so it was desolate. It could have been that Jesus was going out into a new space. And so it was desolate of his past experiences. For many of us, you deserve to create a secret, sacred space. It may not be consistent, but what needs to be consistent is that intention of isolation. It shouldn't be an accidental alone time. It should be intentional isolation. That's what Jesus is doing here. He's waking up very early in the morning, waking up before the sun was up. The sun was up before the sun was up. And at this point, like I said, there aren't street lamps out there. Everybody's waiting for the sunlights to come so they can start their schedule. But Jesus said, I need to alter my schedule because I need some alone time. What's special about Mark, especially what's special about this one, is that Jesus has had a very long day. This is Mark chapter 1, the first chapter of Mark. And what Mark does is it's kind of a summary chapter of Matthew. That's why we started in Matthew and then we went to Mark 1. See, Mark 1 is a summary or Mark, all of Mark is more of a summary of Matthew. And so it moves faster through events. The whole point or the purpose of Mark is to show the grandness, the, the extraordinariness of Jesus. It's meant to highlight Jesus as something more than just man, as something, as a being almost divine or purely divinely inspired. Mark is meant to show Jesus as something more. And so it may skip a few details, but despite this, Mark 1, the first chapter of Mark, it starts off with Jesus being baptized, Jesus being tempted, Jesus beginning his ministry, finding the first disciples, healing people, healing many, preaching, and then in verse 35, Jesus rests. Jesus makes a point of creating a sacred, sacred, or sacred, secret space away from everybody else, breaking up the schedule, starting the sacred, secret space before the sun is even up. See, but this is just in verse 35. Mark chapter 1 ends on verse 40. See, for a lot of us, we would think that the rest would be the end of the chapter. We think that we have to hold our rest, our, restor our restoration, our self-care moment until we're done with our chapter, until we have an easier point in our time. But what Jesus is showing, what the author of Mark is trying to do, because remember, Mark is a summary chapter. It's moving quick through the events. It's trying to show how amazing, how awesome, how dope Jesus is. But even in all of this, it starts with verse 35, five more chapters. Jesus still has stuff to do, but yet... Jesus finds time to rest, even before the chapter ends. See, you deserve your space. That's what Jesus is trying to show. That's what the author of Mark is trying to let you know. You deserve your space. See, Jesus goes and 
rests, wakes up a little bit early because the day before the chapter has gone on and Jesus was born, was baptized, started his discipleship, started healing people. And then at verse 35, another 10 verses to go before the chapter is over, Jesus decides to take a break. See, you deserve your space and you don't have to wait until the conclusion, the end of your chapter to take it. So often that's what kills us, what hurts us, what slows us down is we think that we can't stop for our self-care in the middle of the race. You're not running a race, it's a marathon. It's not a competition, you're not looking to be number one, you're just trying to make it to the end. And to make it to the end, sometimes you deserve to take a break when you need it. Your sacred space may not look like everybody else's. Your sacred space may not take up as much time as everybody else's. You may take more time than everybody else just to center yourself, just to take care of yourself, but you deserve it. See, Jesus didn't wait until the end of the chapter, didn't wait and end chapter one with taking a nap and then waking up early and then starting the next chapter with what happens afterwards. No, Jesus, the author, lets Jesus go to sleep before the chapter ends because the chapter has already been so heavy at the start. See, you deserve your space. Rest doesn't have to wait till the chapter ends. You've been busy. You've been fighting. You've been struggling. But you deserve your rest, whether you win, whether you lose. Success or failure doesn't determine your requirements, your deservement for rest. Whether you win, whether you lose, it doesn't matter. You deserve rest at the end of the day still. Because you tried, because you went out there, because you pushed yourself, because you existed. See, self-care is sacred. They have different forms of self-care across all different forms of cultures. I implore you to find one that works for you. Maybe it's a bathhouse. Maybe it's eating really good food. Maybe it's yoga or aromatherapy. But whatever it is, know that it needs to be something secret so it stays sacred. Something outside of your schedule but not diminishing to your time. Not, not something that drains you but something that pushes you. It's secret because you're not doing it for others to see. You're doing it for you to heal. Self-care is sacred. Keep it a secret and remember that you deserve your space. You don't have to wait till the end of the chapter. You don't have to win and you certainly don't have to lose to have a secret sacred space for you. It may not sound easy, but I promise you it is that easy. You deserve a sacred, secret space for you to take care of yourself, get closer to God, and restore and heal yourself. This is your favorite Radio Reverend Preach Easy, letting you know that I'm praying for you until you hear from me again. I'm signing off.